Hello, my name is Emily Crafty, and I'm with my friend. Hey, this is Sarah. And you are listening to Thick AF. <laughs> hey, y'all. How's it going? We're just hanging out on a Wednesday night. Ready to Happy hump day. Hump day. Um, what's been going on with you, Miss Sarah Boo? Oh, that was weird. <laughs> I should have called you Sarah I, Sue, like Brandon You could Sue. call me Sarah Sue, but I also thought that my pen name was Froggy Fresh, so I'm a little upset Wait, now. Wait, you're Froggy Fresh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I remember listening to that last night, actually. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I had a great weekend this past weekend. Oh. I know. I missed all of our friends. But went to Atlanta for um, Brandon and our friend Jessica and her husband Dale. And the boys, quote unquote, ran a 5K. Um, come did, to find did they out, do it? They didn't run. They walked. But did they even, did they finish? Yeah. I was I was hoping oh, yeah, you were going to say they ran a mile and then they were like, let's no, go no, get no. beers. They, walk, <laughs> they walked the whole thing, but they did the night before go buy some beers to have like for after the race or whatever. But I mean, they got up at five o'clock in the morning and went to the race. But if I had known that they were going to walk it. I would have done it because I don't run. I would not have done it. I would. I think and, it'd be fun. And you know what would probably would have happened if they were going to walk it and y'all, if y'all had come because they thought they were going to, you thought they were going to walk it, they yeah. would have run it. Probably. Yeah. Oh. And then y'all would have been like, why did we even come to this? <laughs> <laughs> Pay the money. Yeah. yeah no. But um, it was with the Atlanta Track Club. And so like the third base was the finish line for the race in Truist Park. So, I mean, it was a cool cool little thing and they got free tickets to baseball games so me and jessica you know got our tickets or whatever and we just had a really good time we went to have dinner friday night and then went to a brewery and then they did the race and then brandon and i ended up getting a hotel and so after we had brunch on saturday we went to we all went to the hotel and changed before we went to the park for the game but it was fun braves won and it was a cool experience so it was it was a really good time but and y'all had a fun weekend too we did um, I don't know what I did on Friday. I don't either. I have no idea. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. Um, and then th- Saturday we went to the lake and rode on a boat all day. And it was really fun and really nice. <laughs> My Rose and DJ got a new pontoon and it's really awesome. And I'm very lucky to have friends that own a boat because... I would not be able to do that. First of all, I that's just too much work for me. Um, I have my boating license, but I don't want to own oh, a boat. Oh, I do too. But yeah, the work, yeah. I'm talking about like the work to maintain it and stuff yeah, like that. And I don't have sure. a husband to do it for me. Yeah. So. Um, well, I also heard that some funny things happened while y'all were there. <laughs> they did. And I was literally just thinking about that. Some very, very, very funny things happened. But. And I think they're hilarious, and I don't think that they're embarrassing, but I think that the person that they happen to. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say what it is, because he told me to my face, and it may not be what you're thinking about, but I'm just going to say it. Mason fell off the boat twice. Yes, but he was he's like super embarrassed about it. Oh, he can't even yes, tell me all about like, it at the dog park. Well, I'm sure he was probably like, oh my God, you're going to find out anyway, so I might as well tell you. He was so embarrassed. He, like the next, I kept like <laughs> saying all this stuff because me and Santana the second time, he didn't fall off the boat the second time. He fell off the dock. But to, in his 
in his defense, the dock, when you walk on the, it was like real skinny, first of all. And then we're taking all this, like all of our like 4,000 bags yeah. because we're there for <laughs> one day. Yeah. Like we're taking them all off the dock and we're trying to do all that stuff and they didn't tie up the boat. So we're standing, I guess Mason was standing there holding it. And the, the dock is like, what, like going back and forth, like so far, like you walk and it's like, boom, you can easily fall off the side. Well, he fell off and he goes like in between. And I, I had walked, I think I was starting to take stuff towards the truck and I didn't even see it happen, but I looked over and I saw the boat floating away from the dock and Mason in there, but I couldn't see actual Mason. I saw his hat and like something else, maybe his hands. And I walked over there and they're trying to get him out. And they're like, and I looked down and I swear to God, I, I thought he had hit his head on either oh, the dock no. or the boat and he was unconscious. Oh, shoot. And so I was like, I get him that. out. I'm like, I'm like, get him out. I'm like, get him out. He's, he's not, he's unconscious and he's going to drown. And I'm like, scrum, oh, like, oh, no. and then, and then something happens and he just not coming up and we're all screaming at him. And Santana is like, all of a sudden, like, Mason, Mason, like she thought he was dead. Like we thought, I honestly thought Golly. he was like, had okay, drowned. Well, that is not how he framed it. It was it very me. scary. He framed it like it was some giggles. <laughs> well then after it was giggles because like two seconds after me and Santana are like freaking out because we think Mason's drowning like, or he's dead. We he pops up like a freaking swamp monster with all of it, and he's like whoa like right in front of our faces and he puts his hands like and it wasn't because he was trying to be funny it was like legit he was trying to get his phone and his keys and all this stuff and put it on the dock oh god so we grabbed all that stuff and then he couldn't find his phone and we're like so me, of course me and Santana are like just get everybody off the dock so nobody else falls in then at all at the same time is happening they're trying to go jump mason's like where's my phone we have to find my phone where's my phone it's in the water at the bottom of the lake okay oh, but gosh. first of all but by the way the leg is only like three feet deep he could have stood up okay we thought he was drowning and he could have he's like eight feet tall yeah like, oh my god i know he's taller than brandon is i know so and so we're there and all of a sudden i'm like looking over and rose is like um guys um um hey guys and she doesn't she doesn't know how to drive the boat the boat's off and she's floating away towards this other boat and she's about to freaking run into it and, and she's like guys I think I need some help. She's like, I guess. And Mason's like, no, that, that's not important. Find my phone. <laughs> I don't think Mason knew what was happening behind him. He yeah. was just can like, oh, he's man. like, where's my, we have to find my phone. Uh, I have, uh, it's like, oh my God, Aaron finally, Aaron found it. Okay. And so on the way back, cause I like probably like 10, we we're trying to get all the stuff while we're doing it for five to 10 minutes after it happened. We're kind of like, getting over it and trying to think through it like what happened and I was like this that was hilarious like we both were like thought Mason was dead and he comes out like a small I was like if you I like replayed it in my head I'm like we were that was hilarious and so I start laughing at it and I think Mason thought we were like making fun of him or something and we were not oh, I was just laughing I was laughing at us because we were like yeah. oh my god yeah and um but then on the way home home on the way home, I said, I don't know why I said it. On the way home, Mason was like, I'm not talking to y'all kind of thing. I don't know if those were the words. He was like, Ugh. he was like ticked off with me and Santana, I guess, because we had like 
thought it was funny. To save his life. Right? Yeah. Well, but no, <laughs> he was in love with Aaron because Aaron took his clothes off and or took his shirt off and his, took everything out of his pockets and jumped to the bottom of the lake and found his iPhone for him. And he called, he kept calling him his savior. And like, he was basically <laughs> telling him he was like, Jesus. It was like, the same, it, was like it was hilarious. But then he was like, I'm not talking to y'all. And, and then by the way, we're all f- four of us in the backseat of, um, me, it's me, Mason, or so Mason, then me, and then Santana and Rose, which it probably should have been me and, well, I don't know, you know, me and Mason are the big ones, probably should have been on the outside, might have been more comfortable, but Mason is like passed out on top of me, but he's so tall that he's like hanging over me like a big like willow tree, and he's pushing me into Santana and Rose, and poor Rose, they never said anything, I was just like, I kept trying to push him back up, but he's like, really not, he's so tall, that it's like, he's not very flexible either, right, you have to try to like, I'd have to like try to to push him back the other way and I couldn't get it so I was just like holding myself up and trying not to like run into Santana Anyways. okay well that is a much more extravagant story than what Mason told me oh my god <laughs> he yeah. made it seem like it was just two uh oh falls in well the first one <laughs> and that's why I was like I don't know if we should say this the first time it happened he was about to jump in the water we, we had just gotten there and we, we like pulled over and we we're all gonna go get in the water and we're all out there and <laughs> Mason's like okay I'm coming and then he kind of like stops while he's jumping at the same time. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. And then he starts, he's like, no, 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 He said no. he realized he had he's his phone, phone in his, his pocket. pocket. <laughs> and so then he like turns sideways trying to get back on the boat while he's jumping. But he's like slips and falls and like hits the whole side of the boat. Oh, and it looks, yeah, like scraped his leg. He didn't say that. Like the, the second time seemed worse. But it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was, act- he was like, actually <laughs> injured the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It was, but it was like, it was like the way Talk that it happened. Talk about dramatic. Yeah. Well, oh my God. Poor, see, Mason, I'm sorry. I know that it, it was funny. It wasn't, and it wasn't like you were like being crazy or anything. I no. don't, I mean, you might also, okay, wait, hold on. Let me back up. So the, the, when we were, this was when we were leaving, we were the first, that first story I told I look over and I see the his beer bong because I forgot it. He calls it like he calls it Trina, and I, I kept he kept being like me and Trina gotta do something. And I was like Katrina, like the lady that cleans our houses. I was like, you and Katrina have plans? He's like, who's Katrina? And I'm like, Katrina is a lady that cleans like everybody's houses. <laughs> Duh! I thought she probably cleaned your house too, but it sounds like y'all got plans. He's like, no, the beer bong is named Trina or something like it's that. It's also not a beer bong; it's a funnel. I call it a beer bong. That's what they're called. No a funnel. What is a beer bong then? I the same thing as a funnel. Don't know. We need to Google that because it's like it must be regional, like a southern thing. Yeah. Well, you are southern too. Yeah, but I went to college in high school in New York. But didn't you go to college here too? Not on campus. Oh. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, so bong. He Okay, so I'm looking. I'm, he's in the water. Can't see him at all. All I see is his hand up. I think his hand was holding the bong. Like he was trying, like. Let me, let me not worry about my phone. But let me hold this funnel in the air so Trina doesn't get hurt by yeah. like water. So and I'm wondering, and it's a plastic green thing that you could probably like buy another one from a hundred percent right it's not like anything fancy and he's like holding it and i was like maybe he was standing there trying to do to funnel a beer and that's how he lost his balance maybe but he doesn't remember maybe uh, maybe i he maybe i'm making this up that he doesn't remember because 
I don't remember, but I don't know. I asked him that and he was like, I don't, th- I don't think he was like, I don't know if I was doing one or not. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's bad. <laughs> that's real bad, but it looked like it, it sure did. So anyways, okay. Um, do we want to do an FMK? Yeah, because we forgot last week. And, um, do you know what? I was trying to find one earlier and then we lost your phone and oh now God. I didn't find one. So just hold on a second. Okay. I've just made one up. Okay. It is going to be metals, gold, silver, or rose gold. Okay. Is that bad? No. You shake your head like, mm, boring. No. But I think that it's hard. That's a hard one. It's not for me. It's not for me either, but no. like. The only thing that I have that's rose gold is my Apple Watch, and it's because it's not super rose goldy. Um, but I am going to marry gold and fuck silver and kill rose gold. I just don't think that rose gold looks that great on my skin tone. I don't think it looks. I think it looks really good on your skin tone. I don't like it in like other jewelry, though, because like I've had silver and rose gold mixed jewelry before, and I. I don't like it either. I don't like the way I don't like the way that silver looks on me, but apparently, really? yeah, I just can't stand it. See, I'm but I think I just that wear I, gold and silver all the time. I think that my I probably look better in silver. I have no idea. I think that I look better in silver because I have, I have, I lean towards not. Um, excuse me, not silver, gold, gold, gold. Um, I like silver better. I mean, God, holy crap! Why do I keep? What Are you that? sure about this? I think that I have a problem with words coming out of my mouth that I don't want to say. What ha- this happens a lot, by the way, but it's really bad today. I'm like literally thinking gold in my head and saying silver. Okay, there's you something try one for more that. Time? Oh, no. Okay, so I like gold better than silver, and I. think think that I like the way that gold looks better on me or wait I think that I like the way that gold looks on me better than silver but I don't know if I'm right if or if I'm just like thinking that I it looks better on me because I like it or do you know what I mean I used to be hardcore for silver like I did not want gold in any of my jewelry nothing i think everybody like used it. to be like that yeah when we were and like now i have 15. gotten to the point where like i mix my metals all the time like i'll wear a gold and a silver necklace at the same time each one of my hands has a different color metal on it my ears are always gold but my two um what are these called i don't know the big one the cartilage cartilage yeah. yeah my cartilage earrings are silver so i just have mixed metals everywhere I like that. And my nipple rings are black. Whatever. <laughs> I've seen her nipples and they do not have, bl- like, they don't have piercings. But that's really funny that you just said that because I almost believe you. <laughs> She's like, you better whip a boom like, out. I need she to get make that sure done. that you didn't get that done. Oh my God. I, I dated this guy for like a hot minute in Auburn a long time ago. I forgot his name. It was like Josh or something. And... <laughs> He had nipple rings, and I, I was like, I made him take them out because I thought they were the weirdest thing. I was like, why would you? I don't understand it. I thought, and you feel it. Have you ever felt somebody, like, you can feel no. through their nipple the, oh, it's so weird. No. And I just, uh, have I was you like, ever you had have your belly button pierced? No. I haven't either. Good. They wouldn't call it a belly button piercing on us. They would call it a trailer hitch, okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> I have my nose pierced though. What is that? That's not a trailer hitch. Okay. <laughs> you didn't. You don't. You didn't know that the trailer uh-uh. hitch. Yeah. No, I mean, I got a tramp stamp, but no, you. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Oh my god! I thought it was somewhere else. <laughs> I have two. Two tramp stamps? No. Oh, the other one's right here. Well, I knew you had that one. Yeah. Oh man, that just means you've been closer to my vagina than my butt crack. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope that that is for all people. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> This intro is so off topic from our our topic today. Today, guys, we are going to talk about multi-level marketing, a.k.a. pyramid schemes. How do you say scheme? Is it scheme? Scheme? Or is it scheme? I usually just do scheme. Scheme. Okay. Scheme. She likes to pronounce all the effing letters in words. Schemes. Okay. All right. So I want to start by asking you... You know, what do you think an MLM is or what does it typically mean to you outside of just saying So when we say MLM, that means multi-level yeah, marketing. Sorry. Sarah got me all confused. She was sending me these messages. She's like, MLM. We're going to talk about MLM. I was like, oh, what does that mean? Like M&Ms? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no. But what does it mean to you outside of a pyramid, pyramid scheme? What does it mean to yeah, me? Like, I what, feel like what is your perception of a multi-level marketing company? That it's a pyramid scheme. Okay, outside of that, can you use more words for me? Okay, so don't say pyramid scheme. So basically say something, a company that's not really a company that tries to make money. It's one person trying to make money off the whole entire world, basically. Okay, I think that's a that's fair. Um, so throughout your tenure on social media, how many people have approached you to buy or participate in... A multi-level marketing company. Throughout my tenure. This is so... I feel like we're on uh, 2020 with Barbara Walters. <laughs> That's Through, a compliment. I, I know. You. You're welcome. Okay. So a lot of people and they send you these and they're obviously like this. It's like the template that the multi-level marketing company gives you to send to people. I just copy and paste it. Hey. And it's like people that I don't even... I've never talked to before. And then so recently I got one from someone we won't say who it was and it was like one of those like weight loss ones and I'm like what are you trying to say <laughs> <laughs> I didn't respond but I was like oh they were like you could see all this stuff that and I'm like are you only sending this to like fat people probably <laughs> you should have asked that It's a legit question. Like, I I mean, so I'll start off by saying I joined a multi-level marketing company in the summer of 2017. I was on the heels of a really bad breakup and I wanted to make some extra cash, but I knew that I didn't want to go get like a for real second job where I had to like report somewhere. Because I mean, I worked probably, you know, at that time, 50 five, 60 hours a week, like uh, including, you know, a commute, whatever. And I was trying to, um, make some additional money so I could go to our friend's wedding in Greece. So you spent money to make money. I did. And it's hilarious because when I first started, things are definitely different now and not necessarily for the better. But when I first started, you did have to buy in and they had different packages that you could buy in. And so I bought in at the mid-level one and it was about $700. I used my tax return, 
to invest. And I, when you could have just used that $700 towards your trip. A hundred percent. That's It was so the dumbest crazy. thing ever. Okay. Sorry. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Keep going. But anyways, it was also about like the person that I joined under was a good friend of mine and she's older than me. Like, I mean, probably 10 years or more older than me, but I was kind of spending some time with, you know, her and her family or whatever. And I was like, let me just do this. I met with her multiple times before I actually did it. And then one day I was finally like, whatever, I'm just going to do it. There were some products that I wanted to get in my, you know, package anyways, but as soon as I clicked, you know, go or whatever and signed up, I, there was probably about two weeks where I did probably get, you know, some help that others maybe didn't get or whatever, but I felt from just about the beginning that I was set up for failure. Well, duh. So I, okay, this, I'm not going to say that I did a multi-level marketing thing, but I did Like technically, I think you can probably still look at my name and I think I might still be a consultant for this company. Same company that you did it for. But I only did it because I wanted to get a discount on the stuff that I was going to buy from this girl. She literally, I don't even think I ever talked to her ever again after I signed up. But you wouldn't have been able to get a discount from her. You would have gotten your own discount. Right. I was getting it. Yeah. Yeah. The discount. Yeah. Yeah. So as you know, somebody who sells products, you get a specific discount. And then you can also have folks that are your customers that can get a smaller percent discount. Well, what I was just trying to get the discount for the pack, I was trying to buy the stuff anyway. So I wanted to get you could get like, I don't know what it was probably like 25. It was like more than any other discount they had. And I was just trying to get that for the pack and you buy more and then you just and I was like, okay, I'll just do it. And I just was like, I try, I think I tried to sell one thing, maybe one time, and I don't even think it worked out for me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I actually did really well in the beginning, and I did use all of that money um, that I made to pay for my trip to Greece for that wedding. And so I, you know, didn't have to ask my parents for money or, you know, dip into my savings account, nothing like that. But it was sort of like, I don't know, almost like crack as far as making the money goes because... You had to fill these, you know, different buckets or whatever. And even if you filled one and you didn't fill the other, then your percent commission was going to be different. So I ended up finding myself buying myself out to fill both buckets just so I could get a better commission. I think that they do that on purpose, probably. Oh, I'm sure of it. And, um, you know, right after I signed up, like a couple months later, the person who I signed up under ended up moving and where they moved, you know, they just didn't have great cell phone reception. They were going through a transition in life, you know, moving across the country and, you know, with two kids, new jobs, you know, her, her husband, both. And it just, I didn't have the support that I, you know, had in the beginning. And so it was kind of frustrating. And, um, I was one of those doing the reach outs that you just referenced. And it was, so uncomfortable. I hated it, but I did what we were trained to do. And so initially the training, there's no formal training. Like this is what, so this is say we like did this with the same company, but like you were saying, this is what we were trained to do. Nobody told me to do anything. I literally signed up and I didn't get anything. Yeah. Right. And so that, I mean, that's part of it. Like, I guess, I guess in a way I got lucky enough 
to have somebody at least point me in some sort of direction. But it was a Facebook page of this woman who was very high up in the company. She has since been fired from the company because she was creating fake accounts up underneath her to boost, you know, her income. I mean, it was wild. Very crazy. Um, But that's, you know, where I went out to watch these videos that she created. I mean, all these new people coming in were watching all the same kind of videos. So, of course, there's saturation in different areas. But I also had like this, you know, weird, unique situation where I have friends in in Birmingham and in the South, but then I also have friends in New York. And so these people in New York that I'm not talking to, but I'm trying not to hit the same people, you know, too close together. Like I ended up alienating myself from these people that like they we weren't like great friends, but like. I don't want to ever see them in public and they'd be like, oh my God, we got to avoid that bitch because she's trying to sell us something, you know? Oh my and God, so I, really? People, yeah, they ended up blocking me on Facebook Messenger after, you know, two, three messages or whatever. And, you know, the company just kept pushing, you know, the more no's that you receive, the closer you are to the yeses and that sort of thing. And that's bullshit. Well, because it, you know what it's doing is telling... You're going out there and advertising for them, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Any, it's free advertising. For sure. You go out there and you're telling people, oh, and they're like, well, what is this company? So then they look it up if they don't haven't heard of it before. Well, and if they have somebody that they're friends with, better friends than they are with me, they're going to sign up under them or buy from them. Which, I mean, it's so, genius. If you want to get rich, if you're the person that's starting right. it, like, well, I and mean. It, and the company didn't start as multi-level marketing. They were in department stores at first. Oh, I didn't and they know that. Pulled, yeah, they pulled their products from the shelf and set up this business model. And, you know, if The I'm, same business model that other people use, and it's basically a pyramid scheme. Yeah, and I feel like... Stay and I'm the one thing that I will say, and I'll get to it in a little bit. But it wasn't all a terrible experience. Like there are some great things that I got from it, and I'll talk like about it. Like your eyelashes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, and your skin and all the things. Yeah. yeah. But and this company isn't the only one, and I feel like you know often stay-at-home moms are targeted for this kind of thing because they you know have the availability to do it, and not that they're not doing anything at home. You know, some stay-at-home moms have kids with them before they go to daycare, before they go to school, or you know what have you. But I do feel like that was one of the you know the groups that was you know very widely targeted. And same thing with Lularoe. There's a whole you know docu series oh out God, there on that, that. Stuff and that's so not even cute. Anyways, it, well, it was wild. I mean, and I don't know, you know, what the payouts are that, you know, if they're the same sort of structure or whatever, but I feel like unless you sell a shit ton of products or you recruit a shit ton of people, you're never going to make a whole bunch of money. Oh yeah. It's just never going to And then happen. they're like, oh, you're going to get this Lexus. We're giving this person a Lexus. And I'm yeah. like, Mm, is that real? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, you know, after I made the money that I needed to, you know, go to Greece or whatever, I was barely breaking even. I mean, it was the, you know, my checks coming in when I bought myself out, I was barely breaking even. So why was I even doing it? And I did that for a really long time. And finally I was like. So why were you trying to fill the buckets yourself if you weren't really going to be making any money? I think. At the time, it was just like meet these goals because I also knew. Because you're a goal-oriented person and if you don't meet it, you're one of those. You're a target for this. (laughs) 
goal oriented for sure but i also knew that it helped other people like in my group or whatever and i wanted them to be able to meet their goals but i was also accomplishing quote unquote something at the same time regardless of whether it was a financial you know accomplishment or a in the black you know financially for for me and i I mean, I have some major regrets about it, but like I will say that I still am signed up under the company. I am definitely not active. There are some folks who buy stuff for me, um, but it's not consistent. I am not out there messaging people. And I feel a lot better about myself. So now you that guys I'm can unblock Sarah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Unblock me on Messenger because I'm not going to harass you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she might harass you with this podcast, but not yeah, with, for sure. Not to sell you anything that is right. Well, maybe yeah. later. And I mean, I would say the reason why I, you know, have stuck with it is because there are still products that I buy that are legit and I do think that they work and I like them. Um, But I made some really good friends while I did it. And these are women that I would... Okay, so how did you meet these friends? Did y'all have like meetings? A little bit. So I missed the very first Christmas party, I think. And then... See, I never got any of that. We didn't have a Christmas party. Nobody talked to me afterwards. Yeah. What the heck? I, don't, I showed up at a Christmas party in Trustful and everybody else was from out of town. I couldn't stay very long um, for it, but I I did go. And so I met a handful of people, but then I left for Cleveland. And so there was a chunk of time where I did miss out on some things, but um, I went on a couple beach retreats with people. And they so, had beach retreats? Yeah. See, you I mean, had, there were like 60 women I didn't women even have an experience. Houses. I just had like... 60? Oh, yeah. We had two beach houses one time. It was a great experience. And that's what I'm saying. That part of it I liked, but I wasn't necessarily serious about the training or retreat part that was going on. Like, I went to go spend time with the people that I'd met because that was the only opportunity I was going to have because they lived across the southeast. Did you have to pay for your beach trip? Yeah. Oh. But I mean, but it was not very much. If you had a real job, you wouldn't have to had to pay for your beach trip if you were going to training. Oh, right. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if that were a real, like, legit company, like, that does stuff like that. A hundred percent. And I understand that. And, but it was, it was just a good, that part of it I enjoyed. Like, I've never paid to go to a convention or anything like that, but I have gone on several trips and I'm still friends with these people. And, you know, there have been things that we have all gone through that, you know, we've, had somebody else to lean on and it's that part has been a treat like I had a friend come visit me who I met through doing this and she came a couple weekends ago she's a a mom of three and lives you know in North Alabama but she came down here we're still friends whenever she you know comes through Birmingham she will you know shout out at me or whatever and I'll go grab lunch with her and her kids or whatever and that is the thing that I appreciate appreciate about it the most but not everybody's gonna have that experience so I'm definitely so not, it's like a sorority pay in money a sense, sure you kind of get, get a little bit of product and then you find friends yeah I mean and I listen I am all for a sorority like if you're going to a school and you don't know anybody I think it's a good way to like I think people like I don't it doesn't matter if you're 
paying to go do some activities for a sorority. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're paying for your friends. I'm like, well, technically, if you were to go to the bar or go to somewhere and you, you're still, you're paying for your friends at that point too. Yeah. Because you have to pay, to, you know. Well, I guess in a way, I owe you an apology then because you're very right and I've never taken a step back to sort of look at that comparison. So, yeah. sorry. I mean, it's kind of is. I right? called her a serocitude and I can't remember if we put it on here or not. We did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about it multiple times. <laughs> so my apologies. Oh, so next weekend we're going to Savannah Bananas. Just kidding. I'm going to stop talking about that. So what else do you have to say about these mobile marketings? I don't think, I don't think that I would do it again. I definitely think that it... I don't know. I guess it depends on what the buy-in is because it definitely wasn't worth the money that I spent and they've changed their the way that you come to participate now and it's different and um, it can potentially be, you know, a lot less money than it was previously. So what do you think about, okay, so this might uh, also kind of roll into one of the next episodes that we want to, to do, okay. but is it called Nexium? Wasn't that a mid-level marketing that turned into a cult? Yes. So do you think, I mean, I I can't remember how that all, how it even turned into a cult because I feel like it was, they were selling, what were they selling? Um, They were selling um, Being executive closer to God. <laughs> professionalism. Oh, yeah, like leadership yes. de- development type stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then they started doing crazy things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can talk about that next. Yeah, for sure. Oh, cults. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we definitely. Uh, we got to bring a special guest in for that, though. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a special guest, hopefully. He's he's a little afraid to, to come and talk <laughs> about conspiracy theories because he said he might get on the watch list. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be like, I'm going to be on the do not fly list. Oh, do not fly. No, dude, you're yeah. not. <laughs> I don't think people are really worried, that worried about us right now. <laughs> No. Unless you start doing some crazy stuff. I don't know. I would say join an MLM at your discretion, but I would say ask more questions um, up front than you think are necessary. I have no idea what Google says, but if if I had the opportunity to like think about it again, I definitely would have done a whole lot more research and maybe even talk to people outside of those who were kind of like recruiting me just to see what their opinion is. Of course, if they're trying to pitch it, their opinion is going to be great, but it's still, you know, you could get a different vibe from somebody else, you know, even if they're still talking positively. And I know some other folks that have had terrible experiences with even this same company. Um, But definitely do your research and ask a lot of questions. And I feel like if you are struggling, you know, in the very beginning, you know, make sure that there's some sort of like money back guarantee situation within a, you know, number of days, because part of me feels like I probably should have pulled the plug within the first 60 days and I didn't do it. Um, well, like at some point, okay. So this company is a, in the, when I had like signed up for the whole thing and did all this stuff, it was a long time ago. So, and a lot of people didn't really know about this right. company. So that's why I was like, also not like doing anything. Cause I was like, nobody even knows what this is, but yeah. now everyone knows this company for the most part. Yeah. And I mean, I want to say they're on a Forbes list. Well, yeah. And so it's, it's hard to like, it's hard to find an area where you don't have like multiple right. people selling it. For sure. So at this point it's like, you maybe yeah. don't sign up for that one because we won't say right. what it is. Well, and because I do think that I did probably 
not, I don't want to say target. I don't think that that's the appropriate word, but the majority of my reach outs were to people in New York because I knew that it wasn't that prevalent up there. And so that's where obviously I'm trying to reach out to because I wanted to be the one to saturate that market. It didn't ever happen, but. Those are the ones that blocked you. Yeah. Because in Alabama, you don't block people. You just keep them on there and you don't look at it and you talk crap about them behind their back oh, and say, bless, bless your, your heart. heart. <laughs> in New York, they're like, F you, block. <laughs> Not even an F you, it's just a block. In Alabama, they want to keep you on so that they can see all the crap you're doing yeah. and then talk about you. Yes. They want to see you're crazy and talk about it for yeah, sure. Definitely. That's funny. Okay, so next weekend we're going to Savannah Bananas. Yes. They're playing the Birmingham Barons, right? No, we're watching them play the party animals. Wait, what? Who yeah. are the party animals? It's the team that they are usually on the ticker talkers with. I thought we were watching them play the Birmingham Bears. I thought it was no. like the Globetrotters who, no. where they would go play like a regular basketball so. team. Let me double check my tickets really quick because I'm pretty sure that's not what it says. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure it is. I'm looking. Ooh, I've got it open. Yeah, Banana Ball. Yeah, Savannah. Oh, Banana versus a, who are the part? I've never heard of any of these before. So, what I, do they do? Is it like the Globetrotters? Yes, a hundred percent. So, but how do they do tricks with baseball? I think it's more like dancing stuff, like and to and like, like songs, cartwheels, and, and stuff to the yeah, base or something, uh, and like just funny stuff, like comical stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm so like excited. the umpires are in on it and everything. I haven't been to a to the Baron Stadium for a. We're game. not going there. What? No, we're going to Rickwood Field. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. 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 That's good to know because okay. where is that? First of all, I was going to show up the wrong place. Sec- Are you sure? I swear. Also, I saw that the Rickwood Field, something about it on the news this morning. Field of Dreams. Wait, what? Yes. Did they do that there? It's That's what I read. Uh, I don't even know. So, okay. So, hold on. What? Yes. So is that, so where is it, first of all? And second, what is it used for? Hang on. And why are they playing there? I have so many questions. Who are the party animals? Oh my gosh, I got to look this up. Hang on. Right here it says, uh, Major League Baseball hosting 2024 Field of Dreams game in Birmingham, Alabama in in game between the Giants and the Cardinals. Well, I heard the Field of Dreams, but what does that mean? They're calling it the Field of Dreams game, but like what is... Why are they calling it that? Um, I don't know. Because that's a movie. I know that. Or a book or something, too, maybe. I'm pausing that again. Um, it says Rickwood is the oldest ballpark in the country and was the home of the Birmingham Black Barons. The Barons. They called them the B- Birmingham Black Barons? Because they were a black league team. With wow. With Willie, Willie Mays played before joining the old New York Giants. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know we had the oldest. Hold on. But why is it called the Field of Dreams? I don't know. I think that's how the MLB is um, reporting it. It's 2nd Avenue West. I have no idea where that is, honestly. I don't either. And is it near um, Legion Field, maybe? I'll get on the Googles. Hold on. Okay. Yes, it is close to Legion Field. Okay, okay. It's like past Legion Field, though. You get off at Birmingham Southern and go down past Legion Field and then take another, like, couple streets. It's close to Princeton. 
Baptist. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, so now you won't show up at the wrong place. Thank Oh my thank, gosh, thank I know. Thank you to me, huh? Yeah, but I saw it on the news today. I think they're doing like <laughs> renovations or something to it. Yes. So Prior, this, I guess we'll find Was out. baseball invented in Birmingham? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> it's the oldest baseball field that's standing or like that was ever built. Girl, I do not know. We need to know these things. I'm going to I'm gonna. I just look found that on one article. You keep looking if you would like. But I'm so excited to go see the Savannah Bananas. I follow them on TikTok. I think they're hysterical and I cannot wait to see it. I've never seen that. I'm going to have to watch this on YouTube. Um yeah. The Savannah Bananas? Yeah, I've never seen oh anything. Gosh, I just yes. heard, I was like, they're like, have they do tricks it. and things. It's hysterical. So where are the party animals from? They're, I think they're part of the Savannah Bananas. Like, it, they're not, tra- they're traveling oh. together. Like, they wear black uniforms. They could interchange the teams. I have literally gotcha. no idea. Gotcha. That's cool. So they just go around and do this stuff. Yeah. Cool. Are they like old baseball players or something? Well, I think that they do play the Barons, though. Like, I think the... That's what I thought we were going to, yeah. I know, because I think that they're playing um, either earlier in that day or the next day. They're actually playing at Regents Field and playing the Barons. But I don't know who plays for what team, if it can be interchangeable or, you know, what have you. I have no idea. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, they truly play in, like, That's is it a farm we league that, we, that the Barons is? What's it called? Farm league? Yeah. I don't know. It's a minor league. Okay. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. Or I think it's, that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> a farm. But basically what you're saying, farm. I've never heard it called farm league before, but, like, yes, they're basically farming the, the baseball players. I don't know. I thought f- that's what it was it's called. It's a feeder. Farm league. It, I know that maybe they, it is. I know I, that they do I've have feeders because doesn't don't the barons feed to the Braves? Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then like you know they have the Huntsville. They used to be the Huntsville Stars. Who is it now? The uh, Trash Pandas. Trash Pandas. I was going to call them the Havoc. That's the hockey. Um, Trash Pandas. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know if they also go to the Braves and or to somewhere else. I but, don't know. But yeah. Anyway, so it's going to be a good next weekend. It's supposed to rain, so that'll be fun, sitting in the rain, but I'm going. I don't care. I'll put my hair in a ponytail. I have been dying to Just see bring these a poncho. people. Yeah, I got to go get one, I guess. Yeah. It's going to be hot as fire up under there in a poncho. Oh, Lord. Well, it's going to be better than being soaking wet and like having to like have like wet jeans or something on. Ew, I will not be wearing jeans or in the summer. Or wet anything. Who, wet underwear is the I worst. Am? jeans in the summer i know I, I sent my stitch fix person a note on there on the thing that was like hey by the way like can you send some dresses for the summer yes i said black <laughs> i would love some more black dresses since i only wear black dresses during the summer you're gonna sweat man and then i said um i said the last pair they sent me some jeans that were like these like stretchy pull on but they were so like cropped and they looked like capris on me and Ew. my legs are short and i think they probably sent them to me because they try to send me short pants yeah. because my legs are so short but um, they were like capris. Oh, there's a pair and of I was jeans. like, no. Yeah, there's a pair of jeans that are like very, very wide leg, and they're supposed to be cropped. But when I sit down, they look like capris on me, and I hate them. And I wore them to Philly for work. <laughs> and so I'm like on the plane wearing these things, and I'm like, I fucking hate every minute of this. <laughs> Why did you wear them? I don't because when I stood up in the mirror, it looked fine. I didn't sit practice sitting down and all that shit. That one probably should have been a good idea. To yeah, do. apparently so. I'm gonna 
have to do it moving forward. Oh my gosh. Because so I was are you gonna so do mad. with those jeans? They're still sitting in the closet. So you're going to throw them away? Probably not. I'll probably wear them again. <laughs> and, and hate herself? Yes, I will. I'll hate myself the entire time I'm wearing them. Oh but. my gosh. Okay, so I watched, I think it's new, but the Amy Schumer thing came out. It's called, oh my God, I don't know what it's called, but she's wearing a pink dress and it just, I watched it last night and she it. has been, so let me just back up for the past couple weeks. The back of my neck where my hump is, you know, this like, you know, where you like hunch over. I have a hunchback of Notre Dame, but it's been you hurting. Have a okay. And Amy Schumer talks about her, her, how she went like to I the doctor or something. And they were like, by the way, you have a hump. And they were like, she was like, um, what? <laughs> she's like, and they're like, you're, you have a hump back here. Like, and she's like, okay, well, well, what do we do about that? And they're like, I mean, there's not really anything you can do. And she's like, okay, oh, so you just wanted me to know. <laughs> like, thanks for letting hey, me that's know, kind guys. That's a good point. Like, why are you telling me yeah, this? Yeah, you can't, that's what they say. If you can't fix it in like five seconds, don't tell the person. Or like, I think, I don't know if it's five seconds or five minutes or whatever it is. If you can't fix it within two minutes, don't tell the other person. Like, yeah. Okay, For you sure. can tell them that they have something in their teeth, but don't tell them that their hair color is the wrong color or something. Oh, yeah. You know? Can you imagine? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, I'll have but to I watch liked it. It, it was it, okay, so I will say that some of the parts were funny, but I'm not a she, huge fan of hers. Wanna, I think her movies better. I thought about you last night whenever this happened when I was watching <laughs> because I know you said you weren't a good fan, big fan. I was like, if she watched this, she'd be like, no, I'm definitely not. I didn't think she was as funny as, but maybe you will like it because I liked her other ones. Okay, yeah. I don't know. You'll see. It's it wasn't it wasn't as like haha like it wasn't as die dying crying laughing as which I wasn't like that with the other ones, but. Okay. I still like her, though. I'll check it out. And she sure. talks about her, like, her husband and her friends and stuff and them, like, all being, getting married now. And it's actually, you know, it's she. I, I like her because she talks about, like, real life things that happen. For sure. Doesn't her husband have Asperger's? Well, it's she's on the autism spectrum now. Okay. And that's what she said. She said it used to be called Asperger's. But, yeah. But apparently Dr. Asperger has, like, ties to like Nazi Germany or something. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, to like the Nazi party. And she was like, yeah, so we're not going to call it that anymore. I gotcha. Yeah, something like that. Um, okay, well, you know, catch us on that that IG. Yeah, so I will say, we'll give a little preview. Um, we recorded something tonight and uh, on video um, that we're going to share with you guys here soon. Um, so look forward to seeing our actual faces on our Instagram or YouTube. Or we potentially a YouTube yeah. channel. Um, but yes. You it's very <laughs> funny if you watch it. Like we were not, this is, an, it, you're com- welcome for posting yes. us doing this dumb being stuff. stupid. Yes. So anyways, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being with us tonight. <laughs> and you can find us on Instagram at Thick AF Podcast. You can send us an email. Um, talk about what content you want to hear and things like that. Thick AF Podcast at gmail.com. Like, rate, review, five stars preferably. And give us a follow. Oh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs>